theextraordinarychurch.ca podcast, where ordinary people experience extraordinary life in Jesus Christ. You are about to hear a message that will encourage you to become and experience all that Jesus Christ has for you. Are you ready? Open up your Bibles because something extraordinary is about to happen. And I want to go ahead and jump into the word of the Lord. Genesis 26, and I'm going to read from verse 12 through 14. Then Isaac sowed in that land and reaped in the same year a hundredfold, and the Lord blessed him. The man began to prosper and continued prospering until he became very prosperous. Praise God. For he had possessions of flocks and possessions of herds and a great number of servants. So the Philistines envied him. Praise God. (laughs) I'm going to preach to you because the Lord has helped me connect these dots and finally given me a release to preach this thought to you. Supernatural soil. Supernatural soil. Would you help me pray? Father, I release the gift of faith right over this live stream in this house. I release the gifts of the Spirit to operate and to confirm your word, oh God. I release ministering angels all throughout this place and where everyone is watching digitally, oh Lord God. Send your ministering spirits, oh Lord Jesus, to encourage and to refresh, God. We believe you for that, God. We trust you for it. Anoint me with the type of anointing that makes ministry, in particular the teaching and preaching of the word, relevant, but with accuracy, oh Lord God. I thank you for a fresh touch. I thank you for a fresh word. I thank you for fresh anointing. I thank you in advance for what you're doing. And I give you thanks and praise for it. In Jesus' name, we pray. Amen. Would you just bless him? Come on, right at home. I know know you're comfortable, but just clap your hands under him. Come on, praise God. Put the drink down for a moment and bless him. Praise God. Go ahead and just get a little bit of room and say, God, I'm blessing you. I'm exalting you. I'm giving you worship and I'm giving you praise. You alone are worthy. Praise God. Praise God. Amen. Supernatural soil. It was in the latter part of 2018 or perhaps early 2019 when the Lord spoke a very clear word to me, a word that I'll never forget. I'm a bit embarrassed because I began to do my due diligence and comb through text messages and a little bit of journaling that I do to try to identify when specifically he spoke this to me. But many of you all that are part of the EC family will recall when I felt like the Lord spoke to me that we are on supernatural soil. I believe we're on supernatural soil. Uh, I need you to understand. I need you to look through things through the eyes of faith. Don't ever look through the eyes of the natural, at least not first. Uh, When you look at spiritual things, I need you to start in the spirit. Don't allow because you'll just lose your mind if you look at things through the eyes of a carnal mind. But I believe we're on supernatural soil. And shortly after that, I received three separate text messages from ministerial colleagues, people that I don't necessarily, one of them I do consider to be a, a good friend, but the others 
I do not their colleagues, acquaintances. I know them. Uh, but in all three cases, I did not have any conversation nor sharing with any of them about what the Lord had spoken to me. He had spoken to me again that we are on supernatural soil. I believe that the EC family is on supernatural soil. In every instance of those text messages that I received, in every instance, they told me a couple of things that I'll never, ever forget. They said, one, bro, I'm, I might have said something to the effect that I'm praying for you. God has got you on my heart. And here's what the Lord says. The Lord says that you are on supernatural soil and that you are to meet this individual. Two of them said that. The other said, do you know this individual? And I was shocked by that. But they all three in their messages said, for some reason, I feel led of the Lord to tell you that you need to not only understand that you're on supernatural soil, but that you need to meet this individual. I'm talking to you right now as God is giving it to me because one of the reasons why I believe that the Lord had me meet that individual is because he was going to impart something into our lives. He imparted something that God had given him. He had sowed seed and I believe that that seed is going to produce a supernatural harvest. If you believe that, you ought to give God praise. By the way, if you don't know, it is all about the harvest. Let me just be clear. It is all about the lost. It is all about reaching those that do not know Jesus Christ. It is all about us reaching out to the poor, the broken, the rich, the famous. It is all about us trying to reach everybody that we can so they can experience this extraordinary life in Jesus Christ. It is all about the harvest. Don't get it twisted. This isn't Akil Thompson's ministries. This isn't about extraordinary church. This is about lifting up the name of Jesus Christ. He is God. It belongs to him. He is coming back for his people. He is the one who laid down his life. He is the one who commissioned us to go and compel them that his house might be full. It's all about the harvest. Don't ever get it twisted. As a matter of fact, I'll never forget it because the Lord spoke clearly to, to us in a gathering one time and said, if you want to be close to my heart, my heart is out in the field out in the field. The Lord is out. He is the Lord of the harvest and he is calling people. I believe despite what circumstances might be telling you, despite what this global pandemic might be trying to infer, I want you to know that we're on the precipice of the greatest move of God that we have ever seen. I am telling you right now by faith, you better buckle up and put on your seatbelt because God is fixing to use every single one of you in ways that you have not yet imagined or conceived. You better be ready to walk by faith and not by how you process things naturally because we serve a supernatural God who wants to use you supernaturally. Praise God, I believe that. And if you believe that watching online, you need to say that's me. You need to say, God, if you can use anyone, you can use me. If revival is going to happen, let it start with me. Praise God. It was during this season of these three prophetic confirmations uh, that the Lord, uh, I was preaching in Pensacola. I'll never forget this. I was preaching for Brian Kinsey, uh, and uh, we were preaching in Pensacola. I had never met him before and had no interaction with him, and I'm sure he probably did not know who I was. His youth pastor, Jeremy Stafford, was the one who had invited me to speak. I was preaching a youth revival. Sunday, I'm preaching at the church, had not met Bishop Kinsey before, and we chatted for maybe 10 seconds. He said, oh man, we're glad to have you. Where are you from? I said, oh, where are you at currently? And I said, I'm at Mississauga. He said, oh, okay, praise God. That was that. 
is on to introduce me. I've got it on video. Uh, praise God, I'll never forget it. And uh, as he is introducing me, he's just maybe, you know, speaking and cracking a little joke. And then he just literally pivots and like turns and looks at me and says, Brother Thompson, I'm in the Holy Ghost. There is a 2,000 soul revival, 2,000 soul church in Mississauga right now. I want you to lift your hands and receive that. And I began to lift my hands and he began to prophesy. And I received that prophecy. It was shortly thereafter we had returned home. We had our good friend Dan McLeod with us. And Dan McLeod, not knowing any of this, preached for us that Sunday, was home Monday, called me Monday morning and said, bro, I, I can't explain this, but I have been in deep travail for this church, extraordinary church. And he said, specifically, the Lord gave me a number to travail over, and it is a 2,000-soul church. I'm telling you right now, God is fixing to do that in the name of Jesus Christ. If you believe that, you ought to give him praise because revival is here. I'm telling, praise God. Somebody, praise God. Uh, baby, bring me my phone real quick. Praise God. I want to share one more thing with you that the Lord is doing in the name of Jesus. Praise God. Thank you. In the name, I've got to do this. this. I'm just going to flow in the Holy Ghost with what I feel. Is that all right? Praise God. Let me just share with you something else I've received from somebody earlier this week. Not knowing anything that's happening, I believe they are in the Holy Ghost. They sent me this message right here. They said, this is just the beginning of another greater growth explosion that will follow. Be encouraged, my friend. The second wave of baptisms, Holy Ghost fillings, miracles, healings, and growth will surpass your first wave by leaps and bounds. Praise God. Then you know what? Your first wave will be the hands in the upcoming harvest. I give God praise for that. I'm telling you, if you just recently became a part of Extraordinary Church, God is going to use you in a harvest that is going to help us reach the world. God is going to use you. Don't discount what God is doing in your life. Don't stop praying. Don't consider the, the tactics of the enemy. Now is the time to batten down the hatches and realize God is going to use you in this season. He then goes on to prophesy, and he says, but it shall be one day which shall be known to the Lord, not day nor night, but it shall come to pass that at the evening time it shall be light. The prophet Zechariah concerning the end times, he said, the word you preach and teach is that light. You will have this harvest no matter what the devil or the government says. Praise God. I'm trying to tell you right now that COVID-19 can't shut down what God is fixing to do. As a matter of fact, it's a setup. The government can't shut it down. They can't close the church. I'm telling you right now, God is fixing to move. And if you're excited about that, you ought to give him praise. Praise God. You ought to bless his holy name. I'm telling you, you're on supernatural soil. God is fixing to use this place as a hub to affect the world. Praise God. Did the man of God not say that when he was with us not too terribly long ago? This place is a hub. So let me just give you a quick little context right here. There was a famine in Israel. The situation is dire. Crops are destroyed. Herds are dying. Families are suffering. No work. No money. Sickness and disease run rampant. People are dying. In the midst of the death and devastation, Isaac and his family are determined to leave Israel to escape the famine. God stopped them. 
said, don't go down into Egypt. Genesis 26 and 2. It says, then the Lord appeared to him and said, do not go down to Egypt. Did you catch that? Genesis 26 and 2. Then the Lord appeared to him and said, do not go down to Egypt. See, this isn't my message today, but let me just push pause here for a moment. Egypt is a type of the world. The world will never supply the needs of a child of God. (laughs) Don't misunderstand me. I'm thankful for all of the medical advancements, but they are not the answer. I am not here to debate today whether or not it's good. Do not sensationalize this statement I'm about to make, but the vaccine is not the answer. I'm going to tell you right now who the answer is. Jesus is the answer. The fifth Psalm, the third verse, my voice you shall hear in the morning, talking about mine, O Lord. In the morning, I will direct it to you and I will look up. Don't look to the Canadian government. Don't look to the next government bailout. Don't look to a potential vaccine. You better look to the author and finisher of your faith, who is Jesus Christ, who is the one that cannot fail you. He is the one that will sustain you and keep you. He is the one that will guide you. He is the answer. And see, when you think about it, Canada is facing a modern-day famine of sorts. The Canadian economy is suffering. According to Commodity.com, Canada's debt is $1.3 trillion. The Canadian Taxpayers Federation claims that the clock in federal debt is growing $878 per second, which is $52,700 per minute. In other words, $3.1 million per hour. Every single day, the Canadian debt is going up 75 million dollars now there's almost 38 million people in Canada each person's share of that debt is $34,583 almost 2.2 million Canadians were unemployed in July nearly twice as many as in February in less than six months The cost of living over the last decade has increased by almost 20%, 18.2 to be exact, which means we are paying one-fifth more for everything today than we did 10 years ago. Canada is facing an economic famine. But God's answer is still, do not go down into Egypt. My God, I need somebody to hear me right now. In the midst of everything that's happening, don't get your eyes on anything else. Don't look to anybody else for the answer. Don't look to the world. The answer from the Lord is still the same. Do not go down into Egypt. Immeasurable COVID fatigue is setting in. Trust me, I am there and beyond. But not only is there financial stress, there's also emotional, physical, and mental stressors pushing people to the brink of despair. You can assume that somehow this pandemic, that it would alter or set back God's promise to you. But I want you to understand that's a lie from the devil. If God gave you a word, this pandemic cannot stop it. If God gave you a promise, I'm here to tell you this pandemic doesn't push it on pause. What I want you to understand is in actuality, your faith thrives during difficulty. 
You got the real stuff. You got the genuine, bona fide spirit of the living God on the inside of you. He told us in Romans, he's given you a measure of faith. So you don't got to push back. You don't got to back up. You just got to hold on to what you have. Build up your faith, praying in the Holy Ghost and realize you were built for times like this. You were made for times like this. Now is the time. You know what the time is? Genesis 26 and 1 tells us that Isaac sowed in a time of famine. Praise God. <laughs> oh, I feel the Holy Ghost so strong. See, when everyone else was looking for answers in Egypt, Isaac sowed in a time of famine. When everyone else was giving up, Isaac sowed in a time of famine. When everyone else was going broke, Isaac sowed in a time of famine. When everyone else was hoarding what little they had, Isaac sowed in a time of famine. When people all around him were losing everything they had, Isaac sowed in a time of famine. What I'm telling you right now is you need to understand it's when it looked like the land would not produce. When things looked difficult, what did Isaac do? He sowed in a time of famine. He sowed in a time of famine. I'm trying to tell you right now where you are. You need to hear. Why did he sow in a time of famine? He had nothing but to encourage him except God's promise. You know what God's promise was? Read it in Genesis 26 and 3. The Lord told him, don't stay in Egypt. He said, dwell in this land and I will be with you and bless you. Praise God. Now's not the time to run. I'm in the Holy Ghost. Now's not the time to pack up and leave. Now's not the time to run to another province or country. Now's the time to sow in this, in this supernatural soil and watch God do something supernatural in your life. Give him praise. Come on and give him praise. Give him worship. Praise God. Let me just say this right now. I'm so in the Holy Ghost, I want to encourage you. I need you to hear me. You need to be generous. I'm not just talking about money. I need you to get your mind off that. But I am talking about money at the same time. I'm talking about with the totality of who you are and everything God has entrusted to you. You need to sow. You need to sow words of affirmation. You need to sow grace. You need to sow mercy. You need to sow forgiveness. You need to sow repentance. You need to sow generous, bountiful worship. You need to sow financially. And I know I've said it before, the tithe is not sowing. The tithe is just simply returning to God what belongs to his but as you sow I'm telling you we're going to produce and God is going it's going to be produced supernaturally you need to understand the soil on which you stand you are on nutrient spiritually rich soil I'm telling you right now when you plant if there's ever been a time to pray prayers of big faith and big dreams, now is the time. The world might be in a famine, but guess what? My God isn't bound by their economy. My God isn't bound by their government edicts. He isn't bound by their politics. God isn't up there in heaven like, oh, what am I going to do? I don't know. The devil is a liar. He's the, the Bible says the heavens are his throne and this earth is his footstool. He's not taken aback by any of this. He is the answer. Come on and give him praise. Come on and worship him. Right in your home, come on and bless him. Right where you're watching, come on and lift your hands. Let the spirit of God begin to flow through you. I feel the power of the living God moving in this place. 
What am I trying to get you to understand? God can bless you anywhere. God can heal you anywhere at any time. God can restore everything the enemy has taken from you. God can deliver you right now as you're watching this online. God can fill you with this spirit right now. I'm telling you, God can do it. And if you know he can do it, you ought to shout, God, do it. Praise God. God is not limited. Hear me. He's not limited, nor is he governed by deficiency, employment, or economy. See, I want you to, I want you to understand something. See, let me take you to Mark 11. Mark 11, verse 12. I preach from this text on a couple of different instances, but I felt like the Spirit of the Lord wanted me to bring it out again. I want to show you something. Mark 11, 12 through 14. Now the next day when they had come out from Bethany, he was hungry, he being Jesus, and seeing from afar a fig tree having leaves. Watch this. He went to see if perhaps he would find something on it. When he came to it, he found nothing but leaves. Watch this. For it was not the season for figs. (laughs) In response, Jesus said to it, let no one eat fruit from you ever again. And his disciples heard it. See, let, let me just say this. One of the things that I know we can pull away from this text is that Jesus is showing us that your season is never a factor. You need to let this just settle in for a moment, okay? I, I, I need you. You can produce fruit even when the economist says you can't. <laughs> you can produce You can be healed even when the medical community tells you you can't. See, what you need to understand, I need you to hear me. I'm going to tell you something that the Lord spoke to me. In the spirit, seasons don't determine your fruit. Faith does. (laughs) In the spirit, see, seasons don't determine your fruit. Your faith does. How many times have you heard it? Jesus, he's, he's reaching, he's teaching, he's preaching, he's loving, he's serving, he's healing, and people come up to him and say, oh, I want to see, or my daughter is dead, and you know what, uh, if I can, and he's, what does he say? According to your faith. Let it be done according to your faith. You want to know how you get things done in the spirit? It's through your faith, not through your carnal mind, not through logic. This is why when I preach this every time, faith is not, it's not supposed to make sense. It's supposed to make faith. Now is a time that you need to, we can dream bigger than we've ever dreamed before. We can declare the word of the Lord more than we ever have before. I'm telling you, now is not the time for us to cower and run. Now is the time for us to depend on the spirit and to declare his word. I'm telling you right now, just like Jesus did, you can speak to inanimate objects. You know what's so crazy? I'm speaking to an inanimate object right now, and God is moving. I'm telling you right now, you can speak to inanimate objects, just like he spoke to the tree. The disciples heard him speak to the tree, and guess what? The tree did not speak back. This camera is not speaking back, but that doesn't mean that God isn't moving because something is happening in the spirit. I need you to understand that when you declare the word of the Lord, it will happen in your life if you will just use your faith. 
What am I saying? You can speak to depression. You can speak to heartache. You can speak to yourself. Praise God. That's what some of us need to do anyway. Speak encouragement over your life. Speak blessing over your life. Speak faith over your life. Open up your mouth and speak. Come on and give him praise. Come on and worship him. Come on, EC family. Those that are here, I want you to stand to your feet and just begin to bless him. Come on, I feel the power of the Lord. I'm telling you right now, there's supernatural. We're standing on supernatural soil. Even if you're at home, you know what? We're standing here. I invite you to stand and begin to magnify the Lord. I invite you to stand and begin to bless him. I want you to begin to think about certain areas of your life and I want you to begin to sow. I want you to begin to sow. God could be dealing with you about finances. He could be dealing with you about forgiveness. He could be dealing with you about anything, but I want you to sow. Sow it into this supernatural soil and watch God grow it quickly. It happened in, Je- in, his, in Isaac's life. He produced a hundredfold in a year. In a year, praise God. You may be seated. Let me show you something else. This is so important when it comes to your faith. I say this, but let's go to Mark chapter five. I should have brought my... Bible up here. I left it on the table back there, but I've got it in my notes. Mark chapter 5, verse 25. You've heard me say this before too, because it's so important that you, you need to get, you, you need to understand, you, you get what you say. You get what you say. I need you to, to hear me on this. You get what you say. Your words create your world. This, this thought process has revolutionized everything for me. I know I keep saying it, but I need everybody right now to get in alignment with this because this is biblical. You operate in the spirit through faith and what comes out of your mouth. What comes out of your mouth? No effort whatsoever. Why is this important that you understand this? Because Jesus Christ already did the work. When you speak the word of God, <laughs> it's not going to return void. Praise God. Let me show you this. Let's go to Mark 5. Look at this. Now, a certain woman had a flow of blood for 12 years and had suffered many things from many physicians. She had spent all that she had and was no better, but rather grew worse. In other words, she tried every natural resource you could think of. Every medical physician, holistic, you name it. She spent it. She invested in it. And not, did it, not only did it not get better, it only grew worse. When she heard about Jesus, she came behind him in the crowd and touched his garment. For she said, if I may only touch his clothes, I shall be made well. In other words, she had been repeatedly told, diagnosed, and experienced chronic health challenges. And instead of giving up, she decided, if I can just touch his garment. Not Jesus, but what he's connected to. God have mercy. (laughs) Not the Lord himself. Her faith was so great and expectant that she had already declared that she didn't even need to touch him physically. Just what he is connected to. I'm trying to preach to somebody this afternoon to let you know that you are watching a live stream that is connected to him. I'm trying to preach to some, my God, one gospel writer said it. I believe Matthew said it, that, you know, he said, you you shall be made whole. She wasn't just healed. She was made whole. There is a difference. The healing is just, you're no longer dealing with the infirmity. It stopped, if you will, but she was made whole. In other words, brand new. 
I'm trying to tell you right now, if you'll just reach out by faith, if you need healing, praise God. I'm going to declare it. Grace, I don't know if you're watching, sweetie. We know your appendix ruptured, but we are praying right now in the name of Jesus Christ as I'm prompted by the Spirit to declare healing over your life. I'm telling you right now by the authority in the Word of God and the power that's in the name of Jesus Christ, He is able to heal, for He was wounded for our transgressions, bruised for our iniquities, and the chastisement of our peace was upon him and by his stripes we are healed in the name of Jesus God is able to do it he's able to do it be made whole in Jesus name praise God I need to hurry let me just say this you know what we have been blessed over and over and over and over financially, physically, emotionally, spiritually. I could go down, but I just want you to know we're on supernatural soil. I was recently at a conference. My wife wasn't with me, but she was watching online, and they had had opportunities to give. Typically, when we talk about giving, we confer. We just touch base. She'll kind of confirm, oh, yeah, that's the Lord. You know, I'm, I'm thinking this. Oh, you, should, you know, or vice versa. She wasn't there. There's nobody talked to her. I just said, I'm going to give $1,000. She saw it online. She was like, oh, we're giving a thousand. She texted me, said, we're giving a thousand dollars, huh? I said, praise God. I said, how you? I thought, man, she really tapped in. Praise God. I wasn't thinking about, you know, online stream or whatever. And uh, I said, yeah, we're going to give a thousand dollars. Moments, moments right after that, somebody comes up to me, hey, uh, give me your email address. I was like, what do you need my email address for? That's what I was thinking. They're like, give me your email address. I was like, I, I kind of had that look in my eyes, so they probably could figure it out. But I, I said, well, what's your email address for? And, uh, and so I gave it to him. He was like, there'll be some money in your account, Interact e-transfer. I gave 1000 got 1000 back, just like that. What am I trying to tell you? Supernatural soil. I need you to hear me in the Holy Ghost. We're on supernatural soil, and if you will sow generously of your time, your talent, your treasure, of your prayers, your visions, your dreams, we will see a supernatural harvest. I'm here to challenge everybody under the sound of my voice, and that's watching online. This message is not about finances, but I cannot deny scripture and how God gave it to me. I'm telling you right now, when the Lord revealed to me this lamb, you know what? We could go a lot of different places, but God is telling us to stay and so so I'm telling you, when you sow, we'll look to our neighbors. Other churches will be closing down left and right. Does that break my heart? If they're not preaching truth, no. Sorry to burst your bubble. But if they are preaching truth, then guess what? They ain't shutting down because I'm believing that God's going to sustain, God's going to keep, and God's going to guide. But I'm here to tell you right now, we'll look all over the place. Things will be dried up. Organizations will be closing. Businesses are shutting their doors. And people will look and say, how is it that extraordinary church is prospering? How is it that they're acquiring buildings? How is it that they're ministering to the homeless like this? How is it that they're offering these programs? How is it that they're being sustained by this? I'm telling you how. It's because we're on supernatural soil and God is our source. We need to change our thinking. Let me just tell you, Amazon ain't in no famine. Goodness, Apple ain't struggling. UPS isn't. The Why do people think the church has got to struggle? You because you're starting with your carnal mind. I'm just telling you this in love. You know what? When we were able to have in-person gatherings, I wish some of you would use the same faith to come to church as you did to go to the grocery store. 
Can I just tell you in love? I mean, I know that might sound harsh, but you got enough faith to go to the grocery store. You got, <laughs> oh my God, I'm gonna get, but what, what, what am I trying to get you to understand is some of us got meat that we know not of. I'm telling you, I got to get into his presence. I had to be with his people. I got to invite people. I'm telling you, come on, you got faith to go to work. You got faith to get in a car and hope that somebody won't hit you on oncoming traffic, but you didn't have faith. I'm used to faith that God has given you to exercise and walk in the authority and watch him do something supernatural in your life. Praise God. I'm challenging you in the name of Jesus. You can have your miracle according to your faith. I'm telling you, we fail to miss the opportunity to be blessed and to walk in the authority and dominion. You know, the Lord reminded me of this. I'm getting my faith back because stuff is trying to hit me. And I was like, man, you know what? I was just here and I felt it this week. I said, man, praise God. I felt like even I told the Lord, I was like, I'm back. You know what? I'm telling you right now. Now is the time to sow. Now is the time to believe. Don't back up on your prayer life. Don't back up on reading the word. Don't back up on being engaged on Sundays and Wednesdays and in an e-group. Don't back up in your tithes and in your offerings. Sowing in a time of famine is a powerful biblical principle. And hear me, God cannot grow what we do not sow. God can't grow what we do not sow. If we're going to reach this community, every time you have an opportunity, you invite them. You get a touch point card. You invite, hey, watch with us on 3 o'clock. Watch with us on Sunday, Wednesdays. Can we get together and do a Bible study via Zoom? I'll pray with you. I'll watch God move in your life. I'm telling you so. And guess what? When you sow, we'll receive a hundredfold. I believe that in the name of Jesus Christ. I'm telling you, God is fixing to do it in the name of Jesus. Babe, I want you to come. Praise God. It's a fact. It's a fact. God will never owe me or you anything. <laughs> I believe this with everything that I have. But he says, according to his word, I will pour out blessing upon you. You will not have room enough to contain it. Praise God. He set out the most important blessing principle, the principle of giving. Can I tell you, there's so many things I want to share with you about giving and understanding, not just finances, but being a conduit, being a conduit so that the spirit of God can flow through you and you can sow in a time of famine and watch God. I refuse, watch God do great things in your life. I refuse to be content. I feel a shift. I refuse to be content. God is stirring you right now. There's people that are watching, and I'm getting ready to land this plane. You are tired of just getting by. You're tired of making it by the skin of your teeth, living from paycheck to paycheck, subject to the economic famine. You're tired. Subject to what the news says. The devil is a liar. Praise God. Somebody's getting some grit. Somebody's getting their faith back. Somebody's getting some Holy Ghost resolve. Somebody's tired of seeing their family do without the things they need. Living below the blessing God desires for me. You know what, Isaac? You know why he stayed? Because he watched what, he, what God did in Abraham's life, his father's life. And you know what? God told him, you know why I'm going to do this? I made a covenant with Abraham. I'm going to bless you. <laughs> Not only that, he said, I told Abraham... 
I'll bless his kids, his grandkids, his great-grandkids. The blessing was going forward. God is a God who keeps his word. And I'm here to prophesy to Extraordinary Church that you and I are going to live in kingdom, the economy, kingdom economics. We're going to live above the famine. Everything that we do will thrive. I'm prophesying in the name of Jesus. You might think I'm crazy, but I'm declaring it. Everything we do will thrive. Everything we do will prosper. He will bless it exponentially. You, Many of you on your jobs, I'm praying for you. I pray for you almost daily, and I pray a blessing upon your lives. If you're in alignment with the Word of God, I know we'll keep you. He'll keep you when others are losing their jobs. You'll keep yours. They'll give you a raise. They'll tell you you're indispensable. When others might be being rushed to hospitals and situations, he'll keep you healthy and strong and vibrant. And guess what? And if in the event you find yourself being sick, he'll keep you through that too. He'll sustain you and guide you. I'm telling you right now, we're going to live above the famine. We're not going to be subject to the famine. We're not going to be subject to what the economy pronounces. We are getting ready to experience the greatest outpouring of his spirit to date. And you better get ready. You better be tapped in because during this time... My God, I'm prophesying to somebody that's watching right now. You might not be away from God, but I'm telling you, the Spirit of God is drawing you. Now's your time to come home. I feel this in the Holy Ghost. The Spirit of God loves you. He loves you so much. You might be thinking, I can't get right, and I've made too many mistakes. The devil is a liar. You let those tears stream down your face. God is reaching for you. He's here to cover you. He's here to restore you. In what you thought was a famine or might be a famine, he's calling you out, telling you don't go anywhere else. Don't think about leaving. Don't think about relocating. You sow. Sow seeds of sorrow. Sow seeds of repentance. Sow and say, God, I'm coming back to you, and he will love you and you you and pick you up out of your mess. Thanks for listening to our podcast. Join us next week for another message of hope and life in Jesus. If you like what you just heard, we hope you'll pass along our web address to all of your friends, extraordinarychurch.ca. We are a young church plant with a lot of people living an extraordinary life in Jesus. If you're looking for a way to become better connected to what God is doing, email us, info at extraordinarychurch.ca. We'd love to hear from you.